you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What's up, DFY podcast gang? Gang, loud? gang. I'm always loud. Except for the last episode, I wasn't. I have to wake up. I'm awake, but I'm not awake. Like, I'm not tired, but um, I'm just, like, chill today. Oh. It's a lot on my mind. <laughs> adulting. One-on-one. Right. So that's what this episode <laughs> is about. Adulting. One-on-one. Yeah. So we're going to talk about... We're going to have, like, two segments. So this one is going to be a fi- finances, housing, and cars. Which is weird, but we're going to talk about cars. <laughs> but before we get into the topic... We got our wine, so... It's the same box. Lovely Key explained it on the last episode. The last episode is college, so if you want to go back to that one and listen to the beginning of what this box is, it's called Le Grand, Le Grand Ver, Ver, Verre, I guess. It's from France. France. I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, it's V-E-R-R-E, and that's the box that we got it from. They send you tasting wines. Well, they sent us some tasting wines to try for them. And um, the one that we're trying today is called uh, Lee Mistral. Is that how you say it? I think so. Mistral. It's from France, so I don't know. We, we know we're saying these names wrong. But either. it's a sunny red. The aromas are plum and licorice. Licorice? Yes. Uh, That's probably why it smells like that, because it smells really bad. When they smell it. It smells like boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ooh. Let me, let's see. Ooh. I'm only going to pour a little yeah, bit. I just need a drop. It smells uh. really bad. <laughs> and don't mind us, we're shooting this, these episodes all in like one day. So well, we got to say we heard Yeah, because we had to say it after all. <laughs> Because we we're going to Afropunk, so we need to... Yeah, we gotta forward. we gotta get all these together, but, you know, for the for our listeners, you wouldn't know. But at least, you know, we have all the content Ooh, it stinks. <laughs> look at, look at my, my, you can't even see my little drop. You pour it more. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh. I couldn't even drink it all in the same sip. Because I Ooh. smelt it when it was coming down the cup. It definitely has a plum taste to it. I love plums, but not mixed with no licorice. Yeah, no. I can taste the licorice, too. Like, the aftertaste is the licorice. The initial taste is the plum. I don't know why red wines be tasting like that. A lot of them taste like that. Some of them, I've had some decent ones, but a lot of red wines, it's hard to find one that's, like, not nasty. <laughs> Yeah. But that was nasty. Uh, no, that's a no for me. Like, no. It just didn't fit right. It was smooth. It did go down smooth. But 
No. Like, Mm-mm. I think it has a lot to do with the aroma, too. Yeah, probably. Because, you know, like, you... My expectations was already low. They because... say you taste with your, <laughs> with your smells, so it's kind of like... That stunk. I mean, that makes sense because I couldn't. I couldn't. Take it's like a shot. Yeah. Yeah. These should be like morning shots. Just kind of like the the ginger shots. Just just put it in a shot glass and throw it back. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess some people like it. Um. But that'll be a no for us. Sorry. But if you want to try one. it, you can go ahead and order the box, and maybe they might send this with it. it was Lemistral L E space M I S T R A L. Hopefully somebody will be able to correct us on that. But yeah, that's a no. Ooh. Yeah, it just made my stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Adulting one on. Okay, so the first topic of adulting: finances. Your coin. You're broke. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> It was crazy because I was listening to, oh, I want to say it was a Trevor Noah or or The Breakfast Club. I was listening to something, but they were giving statistics on, like, how, like, basically broke our generation is. I'm talking about millennials. I'm not talking yeah, about generation generation before or after us. But um, they were saying how, like, we don't get paid enough that, like, almost 90% of us are living back at home or living with a family member because we don't have no money. <laughs> like I was like, that's crazy. Cause I thought I was the only one living at home. Like, <laughs> like, no. like even just going to rent your own space is expensive. Like, so it's kind of like, you can't even rent and you can't buy because if you buy, then you have to replace everything because if something break, you got to spend your own money to fix it. And if you rent, you can't do nothing because your all your money, so yeah, all your money got to go to rent. So then it's like if you don't want to live in the hood, right? You don't have to deal with roaches or roommates. Stuff. So then you're like, okay, I gotta go get a roommate, and it's like it's hard I finding want, a roommate. Yeah, because adulting requires talking to people as well and having friends. Yeah. So yeah, that part I ain't got that many. <laughs> <laughs> I have literally. I would say four friends that I actually could like actually can talk to and reach out to. But other than that, <laughs> everybody else, you know, like I can, I can say they're acquaintances, but I would never go to them for something. You know, like mm-hmm. unless you a party person, I'm like, okay, I can go party with you. You know, like certain things, yeah. but nine times out of 10, I'm not partying no more, you know, and the things that I do want to experience, I want to experience with my friends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, adulting is hard. But finances, shit, I'm broke. So on this list, it has like a couple things. And I, I like, okay, so I'm going to just go through them and see like, you know, what what our input is on it. So the first one is banking. So basically you're saying like you have a checking and a savings account. And then it says, do you have all of your eggs in one bank or multiple? Eggs meaning your money, dollars, whatever. So... I have both, and I don't have all of my eggs in one bank. I have both. I have check-ins and savings. Um, uh, I have two different banks, but I just don't like keeping up with all that information. Yeah, I only have two banks. I have my spending bank, and then I have my important stuff bank. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like it's very difficult 
keeping up with your accounts and stuff like that. And let's say, I know people that split their money into the two different or however many accounts they have. But that just, like, is overwhelming for me. And I don't want to have to think about that. I already have a million and one passwords I have to keep up with, which is now I have a password book. I never thought I was going to get to that age. And that, you know, like, where you need a password book because your password, all these companies require your password to change every 120, 30, 90 days. It's like, if no one hacks into my account yet, they're not going to hack into it because there ain't no money in there. They're going to get in there and they're going to be like, well, damn, it was pointless. Like, right. I don't so want to go to jail. Right. I don't want to go to jail over hacking somebody that ain't got or no potential. money. <laughs> like if if you want to pay look if you want to add some money in there then go ahead right by all means hackers (laughs) add money don't take it right because if you want to take the little penny i got in there okay cool shit (laughs) but nah like but my thing is if if someone wants to hack in they gonna hack in regardless like like the person that just hacked into capital one but just add to the money, don't, right? Don't don't take nothing from the balance. I, I did have that happen to me one time, which was surprising to me that someone stole money out of my account. They stole my credit information, or my debit card information, and my bank caught it after they spent like a hundred and something dollars. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was all I had in there because I was in college at the time, so they knew good and well. Like they were like, "Yeah, this isn't you." Right. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened. Like, to me, though. thankfully, it hasn't. And I have a feeling I know who it was. Like I don't know the person personally, but I know what happened at a restaurant. Which a lot of people say that happens a lot, which is why people recommend you just use cash when you go to restaurants. But I don't like walking around with cash. It's just too much to keep yeah, up with. Nope. But banking. Please bank. Yeah, because you can get check research your banks too. Because you can get um interest on your the money that's sitting in there every month. And some banks charge you to use their bank. So right. that's very important. Yeah, so please research your, your bank. I would try to do like I think some credit unions, they don't like federal credit unions, they don't charge if they charge it's probably very minimal. minimal. So I will look into that. I have a Chase college account or a student account. I'm still a student, so that's what it's just going to be. They don't charge me anything, and they give me money back on my savings. So, And I don't have my checking and my savings connected. So what that means is if I run out of money in my check-ins and I try to spend my card, it will not come from my savings account. If I try to go to the bank and I want to get money, I cannot take it from my savings account. Some banks, they allow you to, like, link your debit card to both your savings and your checkings. Mm-hmm. I completely did not want that because I know myself. Right. And I don't... If you if you can refrain from taking from your savings, please do so. Because you never know when it's going to be a rainy day and you're going to need it. Yeah. So don't... Don't rob Paul to pay Peter. Yeah. Don't do that. Like, I'm... I'm broke paycheck to paycheck, but I also save. Yeah, I have so, a lot of money in my savings, but I also normally save. That's because I'm scared something might happen, and I'm yeah. going to need that money. So You might need to get started. I'm very, yeah, I'm very, like, conscious is, when it yeah. comes to that. Like, I always want to prepare myself for what might happen, even if it might not happen. You should always prepare yourself for stuff like that. I know people that just spend their money just and don't have no type of savings because they're just like YOLO, but YOLO, yo ass gonna be homeless. So, right. <laughs> you know, like, you just have to be conscious of stuff like that. But 
Um, none of my accounts are connected together to where I can pull from my savings. That card will decline, baby. Even if I have five dollars in there and it's like five dollars and one penny, they'd be like decline. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, dang. Make sure you have some kind of overdraft protection. That's important because overdraft fees are a killer. I know that at Chase. I don't know what they are. Capital but One don't do that. It, they just it just declines and you just be oh, like, yeah. well, banks. That's how <laughs> banks get you. Like. They will literally let you spend, spend your all money. the money you want. That's okay, because you're going to pay us every day. You, I think it's like every time you overdraft, if you don't put the money back into your account, they charge you like every day. So yeah, make sure you have that overdraft protection. Most banks is free. Some banks you probably have to pay for it. But I know Chase is free. I can't. No, they not about. They about to get me. Ain't happening. Yeah, no, I'll do that overdraft stuff, man. Like, I, I'm always checking my bank account though. Even if it's like a little bit, yeah, I'd be like, let me check, just I make sure. Yeah, yeah, I get I get texting and emails on um what I when I swipe, swipe my card over a certain amount. No, yeah. Um, because I ever since that lady had stole my information, I just want to know, make sure like if someone swipes it, then I know good and well it wasn't me. You know, or type in my information, I know it's not me. So I get that notification. But um yeah. That's all I can say about banking. Just mm-hmm. save your money and try to budget as best as you can. I'm not good at budgeting, but I'm good at saving. Yeah. I'm um, like the budget queen. Like Yeah, like I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a lot of effort in me trying to budget stuff. <laughs> But I do come to those times where I want something. So then that's when I will sit down and start budgeting. And then I'll do it for that little amount of time. And see, like me, I always want something. So I always have to. That's why I budget a lot. Because there's always something that I know I'm going to want. Or I want to go somewhere that requires me yeah. a lot of money. I was going to say, it's most likely me trying to travel. Yeah. But I could, I could look at something and be like, ooh, I want that. But then I'd be like, no. Um, I've come to terms with that. Like, I've. It takes a lot to build up to, you know, disciplining yourself and slapping yeah, your own really self. Because, like, there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I could get that today, you know, and be fine. But then I'd be, like, thinking about, I want to go out of the country. going to kill you I'm like, to I'm like, I want to go out of the country. And this, that's always going to be there. That mm-hmm. Them shoes going to be there. That bag going to be there. Whatever. Like, whatever. But I want to go travel. So I'd rather take that time and spend my money traveling. So I always just tell myself, no, I've been doing that a lot lately. And the only time I really, like, actually buy-buy stuff is, like, when I'm going out of town. You know, like, because I'm like, I got to have these fresh outfits to go out of town. Mm-hmm. But here, when I'm at home, boy-bye. I be looking like a damn gremlin going to work, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we got to do. I mean, I'm there 90% of the time, and then on the weekends, we doing this, or we not doing anything at all, so it's just kind of like... What's the purpose of me buying all this shit if I'm not going to wear it? I have so many cute clothes with tags on it that I have not worn. Yep. It's so sad. I have stuff that I bought like two months ago to wear in the fall. And I'm just like, why did I buy this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't going to wear it to work. Like, I, 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 can't, and I'm not gonna, I can't wear it to work because it, it, it's, it's not, not workable. <laughs> so it's like, hey. Yeah. What's next though? Okay, so this one I think is very important. Managing your credit score. Oh, There's yeah. a lot of people that don't even understand credit. the power of credit. They don't even understand how to manage your credit. We talked about this in our budget and financing episode. It's like 
from last year. So you probably gonna have to right, search right. through our list. And you, we have a full thing about budgeting, um, on there that y'all can listen to. But go ahead. But yeah, like I don't. A lot of people don't even know what their credit score is right now. Check it; it's free. Today. Credit Karma's free. And then a lot of people don't understand the difference between a, a hard pull on your credit and a soft pull on your credit. Yes. So that's important. Yes. When you pull your credit score yourself, like on like one of those, like Credit Karma, or if you have credit cards, they offer you free, free. credit report, yes. like monitoring or whatever the case may be. Those are soft. They they don't impact your credit score whatsoever. They're just for you, so you can be able to Monitor see where it. you are. And where you stand with your credit. Because banks are starting to understand the importance of telling people instead of keeping it a secret. secret. Because if it was a hard pull, every time I check my credit score, I wouldn't be checking it either. Exactly. Because <laughs> then, it then it's like, dang, like the only time I really want to see it is if I'm trying to buy a house or a car. Because then right. that's when it matters most. But if you don't know, then you trying to go and get this car that you see. It's, it's really no point. Right. But um, credit is very important. And a lot of people don't understand how to use credit to like, or how to capitalize on credit. Yeah. Basically. Credit is very important throughout your adult life. Adulting 101. Look it up. Credit. Why you need it. Why you need to understand it. Why you um, need to manage it properly. I know Capital One. I know Discover. They all have the free credit because those are the ones i use so they have the free thing where you can look at your credit score on on the app and, and online they can help you improve your credit score too because i think on capital one they have like a credit simulator or something like that where yeah you could put in like oh Budgeting. if i paid off this much yeah how much will my credit score increase and blah 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 stuff like that it's harder to increase your credit score yeah than to drop it but unless your credit score is like in the boo-boos like in the <laughs> toilet if you decided you wanted to pay off a majority of your credit scores, of course your score is going to jump up like right a uh, hundred or whatever. But if your credit scores are already high, it's easier to tank it than to pull it up. Yeah, like it's crazy how easy it is. Like you could just you could do everything you're supposed to. Because like me, I do everything I'm supposed to, and this for some reason it still will take like one or two points off. And you be sitting there like I paid everything off. I didn't go over thirty percent of the budget. On time payment. On time payment. You know what they use against you is how long you've had your credit open. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to know? I'm not even old enough to have a credit right. longer than eight years. Like, so then that goes. I just turned eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, they want you to have five to six years plus credit for it to be like regular, but it's like, shoot, my mama definitely wasn't gonna give me a credit card right. while I was yeah. in college because I'm gonna be. That she knew I was gonna be swiping that thing. Oh, you hungry? Here, let me swipe it. Like, no. Right. like because I know it's on credit. My mama wasn't stupid. And for the longest, it was like, I didn't want a credit card because I just knew all the bad things that happened with mm-hmm. credit. Um, but then it's important to have credit because you have to have it to buy cars and get houses. apartments and houses and other crap that Anything you need credit that for. is like a major ticketed. Right. If, you if you're have, spending thousands on it. If you don't it. have the money for it right now. Having a great, good credit score is very important if you actually need it. Yeah, you get low interest yeah. um, rates and things like that. Like my interest rate on my car is A1. Yeah. Thank God for that. But then you should also <laughs> check the banks, too, on which you want to get your loans and stuff through because it can be cheaper and lower interest rates at certain banks that you go to. But, yeah, what's next? The last one on finances planning for your retirement 
shit. That is like that's hard. That's like some real adult stuff. Like I ain't there yet. That's like the the tenth layer of adulting. Like it's so we ain't gonna be able to retire no way. (laughs) Our generation gonna be working till we die. And that's why it's so important. Like being adult is like because like you think about it. Like when you get older, who's gonna take care of you? I'm gonna make sure I have me enough kids to like. Take care but, of me when I get you, older. But sometimes, like, uh, like the stay-at-home moms and stuff like that, like, I don't, I don't, I never understood, because I was watching, like, a documentary, and it was talking about how it was a family that didn't have enough money to pay for daycare, so the mom was a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, when they get older, because, I mean, obviously the dad isn't making a lot, a lot of money either, because they were staying at the extended day. So he's not making a lot of money. When they get older, who's gonna take care of you? You you don't have any retirement in place. Social security is not enough to take care of you. Social security probably not even gonna be around, around. when we get older. They say it's not gonna be around with us only because we're not having enough kids. Because we broke to work the workforce. So the more kids you have in the next generations are what's gonna supply. Your your social security, but social security is probably gonna be gone within the next like twenty twenty so years. All right, and I'm not even gonna be retired then. Lord, hopefully, ta- Lord, take hopefully, me now. Hopefully, you know, <laughs> my whole goal in adulting is to be able to make a whole bunch of money, so I don't have to worry about retiring. I can retire now. I think that's everybody's goal. So, <laughs> get money. <laughs> Money. And it no. was another it was another thing that um I saw it was like an article and it was talking about how like um uh, our generation don't can't focus on having kids or getting married mm-hmm. because we're too broke to do that. And I've never related to something so important. Like, just like that's crazy. Like if you're sitting here telling us and it's in the numbers, where we have the lowest fertility rate and we have the lowest uh home purchasing rates and and staying at home with your family like when you think of stuff like that we're not getting married we're not having kids like shouldn't that be a ding to the top to these old crazy politicians to tell us to fix what's happening like lower interest rates allow people to be able to afford homes they need to come in and control that like uh, someone shouldn't be able to go and buy all the homes in the old in the Poor neighborhoods flip them and kick everybody out. Like area, or just doing that with someone who actually wants a home, and then they try to find a home in a in a decent area, and then they get outbidded because someone wants to go in and buy it and flip it to sell it for you know a hundred times more than what it's worth. worth. And that's really where we're stuck at. And the only reason I'm saying that is because we've tried it. You know, like you try to go out there looking for these places and they're sold like that. And then you see it back on the market for 10 times more than what it was. And you're sitting there like, well, I could have had that. And I would have stayed in it. You know, like I would have used it for me to live. But now it's back on the market because someone wants to make a whole bunch of money off of it. So what's happening is everybody's staying at home. And then there's all these houses that keep popping up. It's just getting out of hand. The vacancy rate is so high there's more you know vacant houses than there are homeless people and so it's like those homeless people can go in all these vacant you know like you start thinking of stuff like that like that just it just doesn't logically make sense but i mean whatever 
Anyways. That brings us to the next one, which is housing. Yeah. So, one of the things on adulting is how to lease an apartment, <laughs> which I don't know why that's on there. I mean, I, I don't like, know. I've never had an apartment, so. But I feel like if you're an adult, it's pretty easy. Because, like, another one is, like, how to talk to your landlord about problems. And, I, okay, you go into apartment. I need an apartment. Basically. That's just it. Yeah, and, like, and that tied back into finances as well because yeah. a lot of people think they could buy a house because mortgages is on here too. They think they could buy houses, rent an apartment, but your paycheck, you're getting like $500 a week. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. you're single, that's not enough to get you to lease an apartment to buy a house. That's not enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, people need to start adding up things. So, let's see. With you, a normal adult, adulting one-on-one is very important. What are you paying for? You most likely have, if you rent. you if you have an apartment, you're paying rent. Rent, water, gas, electricity, cable, internet, food, and just the basic necessities. To and live. if you have a car, insurance. Gas. <laughs> <Insurance. laughs> so, okay, so let's just round that, you know, round that. That's about almost or over two grand. <laughs> yeah, like two grand because in a, a in the winter time, your electric bill could be. I mean, I so, feel like your, your gas could be very very high depending yeah. on how many people you living with, whatever the case may be. Like it don't matter if you're in an apartment or a house. True, it's still going to be high because your house is running off a lot of gas to heat it up to keep you warm and alive. That's true. So it does not matter. If you're in an apart- apartment or a house. The only thing with an apartment is, the reason why I'm paying rent is, if something goes wrong in my house, you can fix it. Right. That's the only difference between a house and an apartment. But if you have a house, house you got to fix it yourself. If the window's falling off, you got to pay that three to 5000 grand to get those windows fixed. Versus the apartment, if your window's falling off, you got to call the landlord and they got to come and fix, fix it. Because you pay rent for a reason. Right. But... Um, that's the only difference, but shit, you start looking at the rent price, you be like, well, shit, if I'm gonna pay $2,000 a month to rent, I might as well go get a house, but then you sitting there like, I I don't know if I could afford, with a house, you got all of that in the apartment, minus the, uh, um, maintenance. Minus the maintenance, but a house you have to pay for well, your mortgage. Your house is more because sometimes you have to pay an HOA fee. Yeah, I'm like, you have to pay mortgage. Majority of the places now have HOA fees. You have to pay PMI because majority of people don't put down 20% or more. Um, then you have to pay, um, what else? Electric. Yeah, then you have to pay all that other stuff. And with the house. Maintenance on the house monthly, if you're not going to do it yourself, which, I mean, if, you live, if you're a woman and you live by yourself, I doubt you're going to be up there cleaning your gutters, gutters cutting the lawn, car washing your uh, stairs. I, I, I just highly doubt seeing you do yeah, that. Yeah, and if you're living in a neighborhood which you're paying HOAs for, they're most likely going to tell you your house has to look a certain way. And sometimes you either you pay an HOA fee, they don't even cover that. Yeah, they don't. No, they a lot of the times the HOA they cover fee the doesn't cover much of anything. They cover the entrance to make it look right, pretty. Right, right. as soon as you get into the neighborhood, be looking all ghetto like you're living in a project. Right. So you got to figure out what the HOA fees are covering too because you could just be paying for nothing. Um, sometimes people have to pay for their garbage too. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot that goes into having a house. So I, I don't know. I feel like it's just, I would rather rent than get a house. Yeah. If I can't truly afford the house and still eat. 
And a lot of people, a lot of people, when they go and buy a house, they try to budget out like, oh, okay, like I can spend a thousand dollars. Okay, that's fine. But can you need to also budget in? What if your basement floods? What if your pipes burst? What if your whole HV, HVAC unit goes out? That's a lot of money. And it's funny because, you know, when you're having a rainy day, it's not just one thing that messes up. It's like it's like a something, something in your house fucks up. You might lose your job at the same time or your car might fuck up, too. So then you're just like ass out, you know, like you're like, well, I ain't got a car and I ain't got a house. So you just be sitting there like, <laughs> I'm homeless. Yeah, basically. <laughs> or you're living in whatever you have because, I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. But you don't want to make a big commitment like a house if you can't afford it. And then people always keep talking about, oh, it's an investment, it's an investment. But you it's have to be only an investment if you can afford the maintenance of the investment. Like, literally, don't listen to the bull that people tell you. Just like how people be like, oh, quit your job and go for your dreams. Don't do that shit if you're not in the position to do that shit. You know, like... It's a whole... It's, everything is about a mindset. Right. And you have to be in the right mind to be able to take care of everything that's around you. Yes. Simple as that. So, always make goals. Always try to execute those plans. And if not, oh well. What's next? Cars. Cars. I, I'm failing at this in adulting. Well, what? 50% failing. So, I, I got my license. That's... How to get your license? I don't know what that's on there. Parallel parking, I good. I'm good on that. How to talk to a mechanic? I'm good on that. Jump start in a car. I'm scared to do that. I do not know why. I don't know why that's even on there. Because I don't know how to jump. I know how to jump start a car. I can direct somebody to do it, but I'm not gonna do it. How to change a tire? I'm not gonna do that either. I know how to do that. I had went to a driving school, so they taught us how to do all that. But I don't know how to change my oil. Yeah, no. My oil requires to come from underneath the car, so I yeah. would need something to lift the car up to get. And I'm like definitely afraid of going underneath the car and it like dropping on me, or like I get stuck or something. Like, nah, I'm good off of that. And then one of uh, one on here, which is very important, is leasing and buying a car and not getting screwed. <laughs> that that is part so important because a lot of people think like. Oh, I'm going to just get this type of car and blah, 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 blah. But they don't even realize all of the maintenance that goes into keeping up with your car. Like I said, things might be investments, but you have to be able to afford the maintenance. Mm -hmm. You want a luxury car? Afford you the maintenance. You think you're about to pay $9.99 for an oil change or $9.99 <laughs> for oil change? Uh, no. That Mercedes ah! is not about to handle no $20. Jokes. Your junk going to be like, knock it. No. Jokes. No. Jokes. Don't even fall you for that You want a BMW, but you're not trying to change out these tires? I don't think Jokes. so. Jokes. Trust me. Been around luxury cars all my life. Have one right now. And don't. the maintenance mm -mm. is... Ass. You think you about to estimate, guesstimate how much you about to pay to get your car fixed? I don't think so. Yeah, no. It's not about to be no two hundred. I spend to just do the regular, the general like maintenance that they require on your car. It's probably around five hundred a year, or just for that. Now you could, if you're driving more frequent than I am, but thank God my my uh, work is up the street, so therefore I don't have as many oil changes. I just change it once a year because. Sometimes I can go a little longer only because I don't drive that much. But if you driving and your job is all the way downtown or wherever, blah, 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 uh, you're most likely going to have more oil changes, which regular oil change, you're paying around 100 and something. And that's just the oil change, you know, like, so 
And then you got to pay, what they call it, mechanic labor fee. Yeah, that's where they get you at. So, the like, labor. the parts are cheap. But then the labor be, like, $1,000 for labor. But then you be like, why the parts only $50? But you only took two hours to work on it. So you mean to tell me <laughs> you about to pay your worker five hundred dollars an hour to fix this? <laughs> I know he's not getting a thousand dollars for and, that. And that's where you start thinking like, dang, I could do this myself. But then you go in, you try to do it yourself, and you mess up your car. Right. So you just gotta eat that. Depending on what kind of car you get, you gotta eat it. Like honestly, but leasing and buying a car. I prefer buying. I don't do yeah, leasing. I don't do leasing. Um, I don't see I, the benefit. I don't either. You pay more. Yeah. For what? To not get the car after two years? <laughs> like, that's only good for people that just like to switch yeah. out their cars. But for and, me, no. Yeah. And then as far as buying a car, I, I it's my preference. I do not buy cars from, like, mom and pops. Like, oh, yeah, personally no. owned. I do not do that. I go straight to the dealership. No. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. If your cousin and them got an auto dealership, don't expect me to walk up in here and try to buy a car. Yeah, no. it's not happening because I've gotten some amazing deals, and a lot of people don't realize that you can go into a dealership and literally talk them down so much on your car. It's ridiculous. Like when I went to go get my new car that I have, my old car wasn't really worth anything, and they gave me way more than what they would sell sell it for. Right, because my uncle talked them down. He was basically saying like, "Y'all either do this for me." Or we both are walking. Because we both got our cars on the same day. Mm -hmm. So they had the potential to get two sales within an hour if they did that for us. And my interest rate is basically nothing. And my car is about to be paid off. So. Yeah. Because, like, if you're leasing, you're constantly paying on it. And then you're doing it every two years. You're finding a new car. So that means you have to learn this new car all over Or you got to buy it out. Right. Nine times a lot of people don't buy out their car; they keep leasing. They don't have because people like to flat, be flashy, and have the latest things. I'm not like that. I don't care. After I'm done paying this car off, I may or may not get a new car. I'm I most likely not. The, I'm driving my car to the wheels. Off. Yeah, I'm probably gonna keep this for forever. But unless I'm married within the next couple of years, then we might go get a car for a family. But other than that. I'm like, unless I hit a million something dollars and I can go out and, you know, go afford and buy it straight out. No, I don't like having payments every month. Like that shit's dead. Mm -hmm. Cause like once you pay it off, all you're paying for is the maintenance and your gas. So it's kind of like, that's luxury. You you can see it. Like I can't wait until next December cause I'm going to be done (laughs) paying my car off. And I could, I already, that's like almost $400 that I could save a month. Yeah, you have no idea how amazing that's gonna feel for me. Yep, to just have four hundred dollars extra in my bank account every month, and my car is amazing on gas. So I don't really spend a lot on gas, right? So, and I drive far to go to work every day. So, hey, all right, y'all, we going over, but don't forget to buy your chaos. K A, that's a K A. A S S K I N C A R E. Cause I think I'm saying three A's instead of, but I only <laughs> said one. Yeah, K double A double S K I N C A R E at on Instagram and Facebook. Go ahead and get your luxury skincare today. Support Black owned businesses. Okay. 
And um, don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, uh, do all that. You know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We do have a Twitter, but we don't really use it that much. But yo, go ahead and follow us and support us. We love y'all and thank y'all. Peace. As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Visit Hellsburg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details.